0: and yes the audio is a go okay Reese, can i nail the clap <clears throat> <clears throat> Woo! Yes, yes 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 he's done it Nail the clap boom i be vibing today i be vibing today you know what Reese? leave it all in i want people to know how much i'm vibing get on my level okay sometimes i leave my editor little editing notes And that was one of them. You heard it. (laughs) I think I did the cough out of time. That just killed my vibe. Fuck. Hang on. I gotta do it again. I never coughed that early. I was so keen to get in the episode. I did a premature cough. Ugh. Not good. Take two. Leave it all in, race. That's right. Shoo pa da boo That's a better time to cough la da so to speak what the pa da boo shoot to la da da welcome to episode 173 of Legends of a Lanky Lecturer that one was sent in by Zach Zach sent in like 20 intros So we're just working through them sent me a big long email uh, Clearly spent a lot of time uh, Just on the internet, you know thesaurus maybe you got an actual real book and was just like synonyms for memoirs Synonyms for white guy and just went through the whole fucking book. So I respect that um, and yeah, we're doing it and as you heard at the start, I'd be vibing today. The weather's out, sun's out, guns out. Obviously I've been shredding in the world, gym. Uh, I don't have to tell you, you probably saw my progress. I feel like people look at me now and go, wow, that's, that's good. You know, usually like back in like what? Three weeks ago, Luke, people looking at me going, oh, that pension has got a shit rig. And now it's like, oh, does Australia have a new boy band? Is, is he the bassist? You know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm like the lead. I'm not saying I'm like the, the hottie in the boy band. I'm like the fun larrikin one. But still, you know, give me one more month, you know, from the neck down, I'll look like the least, the least popular member of a boy band. And that's a promise to, to everyone out there. I know a lot of you look up to me, uh, obviously, as your comedy idol and your fitness idol. Now, so for all the people who look, me, look up to me as their trainer, because obviously I'm leading a revolution. It's the World Gym. It's the Luke Kidgel School of Fitness. Join today. Um, there's uniforms at Uh Yeah, if you want to become a member, anyone can join. It is free to join. But if you want to show, you're a part of it. Obviously, cop the merch. Uh-huh. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's my promise to you. My rig will be like the basest or the fourth least hot member of your standard boy band. We're talking UK, so a little scrawny, not like an American boy band where they got a little more hunk to them. I'm talking like UK pale um and looks better with a shirt on. But that's still that's goals, you know, that's better than what I was at. So, you know, you got to you don't strive for perfection, you always strive for fourth best. Participation award. That's what I strive for out there in the world gym. It's not about winning. It's about just getting out there. Uh, and then if you set the bar low, you'll never be disappointed. And that's just a great metaphor for life. You know, that's just a good thing to carry with you, with you throughout. You know, oh, I really want this promotion. Hey, dude, if your feet touch the ground this morning, you're winning, right? Oh, you did a blink? Congratulations. Oh, what? You blew out carbon dioxide, breathed in a little oxygen. Crashing it, my dude. Keep it up. You know, the bar's low here. So this is a podcast where everyone can feel uh, like they're succeeding because I've set the bar at breathing. Um, So if you are dead listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, but you are not doing good enough. Lift your game, okay, and your pulse because that's probably getting a little concerning now. So, you know, that's not my fault. If you're dead, you're fucking trash. <laughs> and you And I'm better than you. Cause that's it. That's how I do it. So, uh, yeah, and uh, don't edit anything out of this podcast, Reese. I am fired up today. I just want to give a pre-warning to my editor, Reese. You don't have to watch any of it through today. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything cooked. Anything fucked. Very. I think very rarely. On the off chance I might have said it's not someone's name, I shouldn't have. So I might cut that out. But um, there's very few edits ever in this podcast. It's pretty raw content. But uh, I just want to say, Reese, leave it all in, all right? And I do like to give Reese little editing notes throughout the podcast, some of my favorite bits of content. Often, actually, the things he does cut out is me just wishing him good luck. Sometimes I'll just chuck on the camera as I did at the start of the podcast and I'll just be like, "Reese, mate, good luck out there for today's edit. Um, Hit him hard. Uh, I'm going to be talking about this, this, and this. And uh, yeah, full credit to the boys. Good, Good luck out there, champ. And then I just hit record and you guys never hear that. But um, I can keep leaving in my pep talks to Reese if you guys want to see some real behind the scenes content. Um, it's, it's, they're not great. That That's usually why they cut out. And uh, usually Reese makes a great decision not to leave those in because they're average at best. But uh, yeah, the reason why I'm so excited is it's Monday afternoon currently when I'm recording this and Melbourne has just been informed that we are nearing the end of lockdown. I'm not out of it yet, okay? nearing it, but the sun is out you know which means as you can tell right now i don't know how to wear my cap you know like oh, i just i'm i'm wearing my Bunnings cap by the way for audio listeners and um i'm just not sure how i want to go because if i wear it sideways like this i look like avril Lavigne in 2005 and that is not it right but if i wear it at a 45 degree angle not great uv protection plus i look like a backup dancer from the 90s you know, in like a hip-hop video. And then if I wear it forwards, oh, I look like Luke Kidgel. Disgusting. You know, he's like the fourth hottest member of a UK boy band. Maybe in three weeks if he persists with his fitness goals. And if I wear it backwards, like sideways, I just look like an angsty teenage daughter and Cheaper by the Dozen. You know, the one that's like a little bit of, of a rebel and she's kind of a tomboy. And then if I wear it back, I just look like, you know, a guy named Chad who works at Bunnings. So... I'm really conflicted about how to wear my hat today on the podcast. I just want to tell you, if you're going through a struggle today, uh, we've all got problems. I have no idea which angle to wear it on. Fuck. This is Memoirs of a White Guy. God, my life's difficult. I I, I guess this podcast really really uh, is a testament to uh, documenting the struggles of what a middle-class white man has to go through every day. I'm going to just go with a forward look today, like usual, rocking the load kidgel. It's bland, but it gets the job done. Now, Melbourne, nearing the end of lockdown. The news has got me a little bit amped up. I'm a little excited. Not going to contain my emotions. Okay, I'm honest on this podcast. I'm fucking pumped about it. And I watched my first ever press conference just about an hour ago. I thought I'd uh, come into the press conference game fashionably late. And when I say my first ever press conference, I mean COVID-related from Daniel Andrews. Uh, 've I've witnessed a press conference before. Usually sport related press conferences uh, tend to be the c- press conferences that I gravitate towards. Um, nothing too political usually, but it was going live on ABC on YouTube and I thought, you know what? I care about this one today. I, I got a good vibe that we had zero cases today in Melbourne and I was like, it's time, you know, the pub's gonna be back. So I, I had to tune in. And Lewis was tuning in very, you know, oh, can we work together? Let's do the show in person. And that announcement, it's like I didn't even hear. I was just waiting for, like, you know, how many people can sit inside a a, a venue, you know, or, like, outside at a pub at a beer garden or something. Because, like, it goes, like, and by November 8th, We're hoping, like, the 25-kilometer rule won't be anymore and you'll be able to have people to your home. And Lewis and Keelan are like, oh, yes. And they're just, like, lighting up the group chat. And I'm just like, what? What happened? And they're like, oh, like, you know, we can work together and and I'm like, okay, cool. I want to know when I can have my fucking chicken parma, all right? It's been months now. I've had one. We went to the Docklands. You guys would have heard about it on the podcast. Uh, And it was fine. And then I had one beer on tap, and it was Mountain Goat. And it's probably been my biggest regret over the last four months. And I've had a fair few regrets. Okay? This weekend, I watched an entire season of that show, *Julian the Phantoms, on Netflix that I was talking about last week. And yet, having a mountain goat on tap as my only beer in the last six months is still a bigger regret. So, I've done a lot of debatable stuff over lockdown, but I'm hoping it's about to come to an end. And can I just say, before I wrap up this bit of discussion, uh, journalists are the dumbest people alive. I'm not really big for trashing the media. Usually like, I, I, you know, I'm happy to jump on board when it's hot and when it's necessary, but i generally don't target media outlets and mainstream journalism as much as say other YouTubers and stuff do. But God damn. I feel sorry for Daniel Andrews, man. Everyone's he's got let's me know. He's got a hard as fuck job whether you agree with him or not, right? He's got a shocking job and he does about 15 minutes of like this is what's happening um and he's like in regards to home visits um we'll have another update tomorrow because we just want to take another day and figure out the best solution. He goes, "But it doesn't matter because these things aren't coming in place till Wednesday anyway, so there's no time lost." We're just gonna take another day to announce it so we get it right. Hey, fair enough. I listened to that and I was like, message received, big dog. You said it once, I put it into my brain hole and I was like, processing, processing, buffering, buffering. Good, it's in. Now I know that. And none of the journalists in that room did that process, okay? Their brains are running on fucking Windows 95. You know, they're still buffering because throughout the rest of the press conference, he's like, all right, guys, time for questions. And by the way, he repeated himself probably five times, I reckon. He said that five times. We're going to make an announcement regarding home visits tomorrow. We're going to make an announcement. And at one point he goes, and just to reiterate, we're going to make an announcement regarding home visits tomorrow. Every journalist in the room when it comes to questions. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Premier, just going back to the home visits. Uh, do you have any more information regarding that before tomorrow? Are you fucking dumb? Apparently, I turn British where I get mad journalists. Are you fucking stupid, you muppet? Are you a bunch of fucking daft dogs? Huh? I was... <laughs> I was so angry, dude. I felt so bad for him. I couldn't have that job because this is how I react, you know? And if I'm on a live stream on ABC and four journalists in a row ask him the same question reworded and he has to sit there politely and be like, oh, yeah. So as I said earlier, we will be doing it tomorrow. Don't worry. It's for the best interest. And he has to reword this bullshit response when I know all he wants to say is, Hey, are your ears painted on? What What's going on there? Are you deaf? If so, refer to the lady doing sign language next to me. Or are your eyes fucking painted on as well. Oh my God, that man does not get paid enough. If, if I was in that position, fuck me. I'd just be set off. If someone seriously asked me the same question, four times in a row, I'd be like, oh, did you do a degree? Why are you here? Did you study how to be a fucking dickhead for four years? Because it worked. You're a moron. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm, I'm coming off a very strong right now. You know, I think I need a vibe check, but that... That steamed my steamed my gears. I don't know. That bloody oh sorry, I'm I'm that grinded my gears. That's what I was supposed to say. I think I got halfway between saying steamed me off and grinded my gears. And I was like, boy, guys, it's bloody steamed me gears. <laughs> it's bloody grinded me off. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I'm thank God I'm not a politician for many reasons. Um One of them being how I'd handle a press conference. Uh, The many other reasons being how I'd run a country. Uh, I probably would have given up on COVID ages ago. I would have been like in the meeting being like,
1: yeah,
0: guys, this virus is just fucking not going away, is it? You know, I feel like that's what America did. They're like, yeah, it's not going away. So let's just, uh, anyone got any ideas? And then America were like, Oh, we could just give up and put everyone who uh, lives in our country at risk. And now we're like, all right, all in favor. Hey, hey, all right, done. Let's move on. And uh, should we put moons into our military still, despite not really being at war and having more of our own problems at the moment? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Great, great, great. All sorted. Guys, let's pack it up and fuck some <laughs> kids or whatever they do. <laughs> that's not funny, guys. That's uh, that's a serious problem. Um. So, yeah, that's not a good one for me, but very accurate, very accurate nonetheless. So, uh, yeah, Melbourne is coming out of lockdown uh, very slowly, but um, we're hoping we'll be back doing Luke and Lewis in person next week or at least by November 8th minimum, hopefully next week. I think there's a rule with workplaces. We just need to nut out the specifics and making sure we are doing everything in accordance With the law. Because we're good boys. We're responsible, young chaps. And, uh, yeah, that's that's the vibe. So, that's about the update. I'm pretty stoked about it. I think me and, uh, no, sorry, I was about to say me. I can speak on behalf of everyone. That's what I was supposed to say. Uh, It's all about me. It is. But, you know, if I was going to speak on behalf of everyone, I think I can say it's a fucking relief hearing that news. Uh, Even I was getting, it got to me this weekend. I had probably one of the most unproductive weekends of my life, hence me revealing earlier that I watched an entire season of Julian the Phantoms. A show about a sixteen-year-old high school girl striving to do music, her mum dying, and then she gets falls kind of just falls into being in a band with three ghosts, young, hunky ghosts. And I think it was when I was watching that show that I realized if I really tried. I could be almost as hot as the least attractive one. And then I set that goal over the weekend. So that was actually pretty productive when I think about it. You know, it was good for goal setting. Uh, But yeah, I I watched the two Borat movies. If you want to go hear my thoughts on Borat, and when when I say two, I watched the original because I hadn't seen it in years. The last time I saw Borat, I was so young when I watched it that I didn't even realize that all, he was actually doing all that shit in public. I kind of just thought it was a movie. I thought it was, like, all set up. Because, like, you watch the start bit of Borat and uh, your kid brain just goes, like, oh, this is a movie. It's set up. to set in Kazakhstan. Cool. Yeah, I get it. And for the rest of the time, I just think I was too young and immature to even understand that uh, Sasha was, like, just going out and doing all this shit in public. Anyway. So it was kind of good watching Borat again, and then I watched the second one, the new one afterwards. If you want to go hear my thoughts on that, go check out uh, today's episode of Luke and Lewis, or Tuesday's episode. It should be today's episode of Luke and Lewis. Uh, we'll be talking about it for a while. So I uh, don't want to cover any ground twice. But uh, in saying that, I do want to talk about this still because we talked about a little bit in Luke and Lewis. But, oh, my God, the grand final weekend was this weekend. And... Look, regardless if you're into sport or not, you know, I'll touch on the things that aren't particularly to do with the actual game. It, it was a great game. I thought it was actually one of the best uh, AFL Grand Finals we've had in a while. Uh, except it, it was the last quarter was average, but, you know, there was some injuries, some real tough contests. The, the novelty of it being at nighttime at the Gabba was pretty cool. So uh you know it was it was weird it definitely didn't feel like a grand final though and I also didn't really give a shit who won it was between Geelong and Richmond and the vibe was like yeah look Richmond are fucking annoying but jeez Geelong are kind of dogs aren't they um so I just went for the dogs you know I was obviously up for you know I was I was going for Geelong fuck paint danger feels a bit of a prick isn't he anyway um <laughs> there was just some some real behind the scenes action happening uh, it's been frequent throughout the year. But anyway, so I didn't really give a shit who won. I was just kind of going for Geelong. Cause I was like, look, I'm sick of Richmond winning. Just give someone else a go. That's it. Share it round. Sharing is caring. And, and I'm not even saying like Melbourne should win. I, I'm a demon supporter. Right. And I'm not even saying the D should get up. Just, you know, I'd fucking love to see North win. you know, get all the doggies win again. That was great when they won a few years back. Um, just something fresh. Give me something new. Sick of the of the Richmond train. Sick of the Collingwoods getting, you know, in my lifetime, it's been like the same five teams. It's been Hawthorne, Collingwood, Richmond, kind of just like over and over again. West Coast have been, always been pretty good, you know. So I'm, I'm just looking for something new. It'd be great to just, I don't know, just see even like, not that I want to say Carlton win, but like, Oh, fuck it, would be different, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it was a fine game. Um, But the halftime and pre-game entertainment, oh, man, we need to talk about this. As a country, we need to all collectively lower our expectations of the AFL Grand Final Entertainment. Every year, I go online or during the game or, like, on Instagram straight after it's aired, And everyone just starts complaining about going, no, it was fucking shit. Blah, blah, blah. I saw one comment being like, it wasn't as good as the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yes. No shit. They get Beyonce. You know? You're telling me that the guy that looks like Red Fu from Wolf Mother wasn't as good as Beyonce? Are you kidding? (laughs) Imagine watching DMAs. Like some triple J bands, and they're great, by the way. Like I'm not even trashing these bands. It's just like we're we're so fucking stupid. I mean, we're not all like this, but there's clearly some people online that are comparing it to the Super Bowl. They, they have ten times the amount of people in their country. You know, lower your expectation times ten. The talent pool at the moment, with no international acts, is worse. And you know what? Whenever we get an international act, it sucks shit anyway. Do you remember the Black Eyed Peas? I mean, Meatloaf, obviously the best example. Ellie Goulding stunk. Dude, the, you know what? Powderfinger asked for $1 million to do the grand final, and the AFL went nut. And then they got Cub Sport, a Triple J band. Uh, let's be honest. Weren't too flash. They were fine, right? They were good. It was passable. I just thought it was weird that they didn't do an original. If you're going to book some band, let them do fucking one of their own songs. They got (laughs) this band to do a Powderfinger cover. It was just the biggest fuck you from the AFL going, we're not going to pay you a million dollars, and we've played these blokes probably 10 grand to do one of your songs. Suck it. (laughs) And uh, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. And then Shepard were playing... The halftime show, which was easily the highlight, Shepherd as a band. I don't know if you know the band, but they're like, um, I'll play a bit of. Them. Is this song? They're like, hey, Geronimo, say, or hey, Geronimo, say, Geronimo, whatever. It was, it's a, it's a good, it's a good song, right? Oh, I'm not gonna play this. Song. I'm gonna get copyrighted. But um, dude, they're too positive. Shepherd are too positive. They are radiating hill song levels of positivity. They turned the Gabba into a cult, man. It was like some Christian rock vibes, which is great, but it just didn't fit, <laughs> didn't fit the vibe of the grand final anymore. You know, I'm not knocking it. They, maybe they are a Hillsong band. They fucking have that vibe about them. Just like dyeing their hair blonde and just being way too happy about life. You know, say, do you And they're all like, oh yeah, it's raining and we're not bothered by it. <laughs> Weird, you know? But uh, And my mate was like, man, that first Shepherd song, I think we all had this thought if you're watching the grand final. <laughs> Do you guys hear their first song? And I think every single family in the country went, oh, is this by Shepard? Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I knew the song, but I just I was like, oh, they sing it. That's cool. Um, I actually thought it was fine. It was just hilarious to me that one of my mates, I uh, was messaging him when we were watching it, and he just like messaged me going, man, I, I used to like Shepherd. Fuck, you know, back before they were cool. <laughs> and I lost it dude imagine <laughs> watching an Australian band and then trying to claim like you were cool for knowing them before they were cool and I'm like mate they're, they're still not cool he's like oh I knew Shepard before they were popular I'm like mate you still do <laughs> they're not that popular uh, they, were, they were the second choice to Powderfinger so you're still like indie weird music that no one cares about mate congratulations you know, the real OGs know Shepherd from the Bible. You know, they played Barnfest in the year zero. They headlined with the three kings, dude. Okay? The real fucking OGs, no shepherd from way back. So I don't want to flex my music knowledge on ya, but that's that's where I know Shepherd from. Though there used to be three Shepherds and now it's just the one, actually. Um I think that's so funny, man. They, they just must have been watching that shit going, God, oh, we should have just coughed out the money. They weren't even bad. It was just so forgettable. And I know that's mean, because like they're probably, they probably seem like really nice people. You know, I bet you I'd get along with them. Awesome. It's just I can't put my finger on what the problem is. You know, actually, I don't want to knock but I actually thought they were great. Some people were trashing them online. I, I thought they were really good. But uh, it just... I, I do get the vibe, maybe, of... I agree with it. It might not have been the right vibe. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's a bit toxic, but maybe... Oh, I don't want to say it, but, like, ACDC would go the fuck off. I'm not even a massive fan of them, but, like, that year, one year where they got Barnsley was just off the charts. Why don't they get – this is what I reckon they should do. They should get one new band, right, like your, your DMAs, your Cubsport or whatever. So if that fails, right, and then you get one old band. So if the new band sucks a bit, you just get, like, a Dale Braithwaite to bring it home with horses and it can't fail. You know, get a John Farnham up there. Imagine you're the voice just belting out at the Gabba. Oh, I'd forget it was played. I would honestly, it would be so good, I'd forget the game was being played in Queensland. It was, uh, it was definitely different, but they, they need to fix the halftime entertainment or we all just need to lower expectations because I'm sick of every year people complaining about it, as I'm doing now. You know, I, I'm not really complaining about the entertainment, to be honest. I just, my point is more like, what do you expect? I don't go in there. It's like New Year's Eve now for me. If you've been around the block a few times, like my good self, you know that New Year's Eve isn't what it's all cracked up to be. Looks good on paper. Oh, we'll celebrate the New Year. It's often it's just about the company and it becomes as good as any other house party and it's more just an excuse to catch up. So you just treat it what it is. You don't go in there with any expectations. People will always go, man, what are you doing for New Year's? What are you doing for New Year's? And it's like, mate, I'll figure it out fucking December 30. All right? Well, talk to me then. I, I'm a, I'm a busy man, you know? Who cares? I'll I'll go wherever you guys go I don't ever care. I'm just like, yeah, we'll do whatever. New Year's, New Year's we'll go to this person's house or into out somewhere or whatever, you know? I'm just always going with the flow. That's how we need to treat the AFL Grand Final pre-game entertainment, you know? There's always like, "Oh, you know, thing or plan." Cool. Doesn't matter. I'll turn on the telly and just Pretend it's like, you know, what we need to treat it like, uh, some band playing on Sunrise in the morning with Koshi and the Cash Cow. You turn on the TV. Not that I'm ever up before nine a.m., but if I did back in the day, you know, you turn it on. The last time I watched Sunrise, probably fucking Short Stack were playing right at Fed Square. And you just turn that on, and you're like, oh yeah, these lads from Sydney are they? Yeah, right, right, okay. Ah no, 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 I get it. Like, you, and you watch it with your family. You're like, no, I get like the appeal. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. And that's the way you should watch the grand final entertainment. You should just be like, oh, all right, it's gonna be some probably some Australian band I've never heard of, because I don't listen to Triple J. You know, I don't go to every festival under the sun. So I'm probably not gonna know who they are. And DMAs were even great by themselves. But again, just didn't fit the vibe. You don't know, get like an acoustic band to try and rock a stadium. The only thing that did fit the vibe was the wolf mother song was Joker and the thief that amped it up a little bit at the end That's the kind of shit you want. That's on the ultimate pump-up playlist Really you want some pump-up tracks, you know, want some bloke can, who looks like he's hanging out at a train station go Do you believe? I mean those guys have beautiful voices, but They just uh, they weren't received well online Even if I was personally enjoying them there's, there's no arguing. And, mate, seven Channel 7, I, I was on their Instagram during the game, and they, they really opened themselves up for criticism. They post on, like, 7 AFL, an Instagram account with 200,000 followers. They just... <laughs> I couldn't believe it. They post, So, what did you think of the AFL's pregame entertainment? Three minutes later, there's, like, 200 comments. You know? It's just like... Uh, <laughs> even, like... Footy Unclassified, another show on TV, right? We're like great bands, but songs just need to be more hyped. Joker and the Thief was huge though. So even they're not being fully positive. Dan Andrews was more entertaining this year. Unbelievably underwhelming. That's from Jeremy. He wasn't impressed with it. Uh, And I agree with Cameron, man. To all the people complaining, just remember that we're lucky to even have entertainment. It wasn't the best, but at least we're supporting Aussie bands and getting some sort of footy season. I like Cameron's attitude. and I thought we needed to all be a little bit like Cameron. I watched it, you know, like this person. I think I wasted 20 minutes of my life watching it. Boom. It's just... uh, it's just you know that they can't get it right. It's one of those things where they need to just go back to the drawing board and be like, "All right, let's just get." I mean, the killers were great that year. You get one big band that everyone likes, or one big act, and then you you run you roll the dice with a local. Guys, we'll do some um, we'll do some flex chat for sure. Uh, flex chat is a fairly old segment now, but we're bringing it back. It's just an opportunity for you guys to. Brag a little bit, essentially. it's There's nothing more to it. It's just we live in a country where tall uh, t- tall poppy syndrome is an epidemic. You know, we, we think the fucking uh, corona's bad. Uh, try succeeding in your career and telling your friends about it at a pub, okay? It'll strike you down harder than a fucking virus will any day. You know, people don't want to borrow it. So this is a chance for... People to just brag about achievements, you know, if it's a promotion, no matter how big or how small, uh, we love them all. Now, this first one comes in from uh, Liam from New Zealand. And by the way, actually, before we get into it, um, I'll just do my quick little flex before we begin, just to get the ball rolling. I already said it, but yeah, I watched a a full season of a Disney show for 15-year-olds with Meg. Uh, Started out ironically and by the end uh, could not turn it off. So, boom, nothing but net. Fuck yeah, my weekend was rad. How was yours? Now, Liam goes, hey, Luke, uh, just wanted to flex. Like a lot of us, I enjoy me wheat bix Of course, he actually enjoys his wheat bix Uh, When I was 16... I decided to see where my limit was and ended up doing 27. For context, I think the world record is 44. Least to say I felt like shit for the next few days. <laughs> 27 bigs. Mate, you've almost tripled Brett Lee. Never triple Brett Lee. Don't. I wouldn't even have over 10, if I'm being honest. I think I could max do 15. Before I either shit myself or vomit. I've no idea which end it would come out first, but it wouldn't stay in me for long. Um I like to think I'd vomit it, but it depends how much milk you put in. You know, that could be coming out at both ends at once, you know. <laughs> oh, yuck. Getting fucking spit roasted by your own bodily functions. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That's yuck. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry if you were eating there. That's that's not on. That's <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Liam, I'm glad you did uh, 27. That's huge. Uh, you're a brave man. Would never try eating over 15 for the reasons I just, yeah, my concerns I just had. Uh, this one comes in from William. A uh, bit of a flex here. Dear Luke Kidgel. So very formal start. Love that. Uh, my flex is that a couple of days ago, I took a massive shit in my toilet. Words could not explain how big it was. I can't ever recall taking a shit that big before. Sorry, didn't think at the time to take a photo. <laughs> Put that in brackets. Uh, all good, William. The, the photo was not necessary. Uh, but congratulations, nothing but net. I mean, I hope so. I hope you didn't hit the bowl. It may not have been nothing but net, actually. You might have got a bit of backboard action. And you had to clean it with the with the brush. But... Uh, He said it was so big that it blocked the toilet and I had to go to Bunnings to buy a plunger as we didn't have one. It was quite embarrassing and funny at the time as I had to tell my flatmates not to use the toilet while I went to Bunnings. Uh, Also, some advice, don't live in a flat with one bathroom to four uni students. Not a good idea. Yeah, that would be shit, mate. Uh, Tomato sauce goes well with fish. Yours sincerely, William. Well, he's really pissed me off at the end there. But uh, before that, I was loving your email, William. Thanks very much for sending it in. And that is, uh, you can send them in at Podcast at gmail.com. And if you guys can't remember that, we actually got sent a little bloody uh, jingle here. This is from Kelsey. Uh, there was one from Austin that I haven't got access to the file yet. So we'll play those next, next week. But last week I did ask for a little uh, jingle or sting to be made for the uh, new podcast email. So this is uh, one of the submissions from Kelsey. Luke at your podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Very nice. Hope that wasn't too loud. Very hard to mix things here when I'm not wearing headphones. But uh, that was great. I mean, it wasn't, <laughs> it, it was kind of just me. It wasn't that catchy because I, I fucked that up. I thought Kelsey's, editions were great we'll play it again but I feel like I let the team down here you podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> that bit at the end so catchy very good and he used my <laughs> from last week which is very cool uh so yeah that that's that's a great one uh this one comes in from Zoe uh bit of a flex. Hi, Luke. I just somehow graduated year 12 in a pandemic. Also, it's kind of disappointing in your last podcast. You wore a hat to cover your mullet. You needed to commit to the mullet. Oh, fuck. Well, um, noted, Zoe, I'm wearing a hat again. And that was never part of the rules that I had to commit to it. You know, like I feel like wearing a Bunnings hat uh, is fair game. It almost adds to the mullet. You know, there's there's definitely something to it. My hair's just too long. It's not actually the mullet. It's just still so long on top. It kind of just gets in my face and I play with it all the time. So that's kind of why I don't... That's why I wear a hat is mainly so I'm not fiddling with my hair, but I do... Uh, your concerns are noted, Zoe. However, we all know at this point that I'm pretty stubborn and um, usually laugh off any criticism aimed at me. So... Uh, Will not be taking that on board. Gonna leave the hat on. <laughs> uh, this one is from not sure. Not sure who it's from. Hang on. It's just. Oh, fuck, sorry. I'm not sure whose this is, but yeah, oh, damn it. Now I feel bad. I haven't got the emails open. I've just got it in a Word document. Uh, my flex is that I painted this ghost. That's pretty much it. I reckon my ghost is better than any ghost you could paint or draw. Sick mullet, though, bro. Thanks, dude. Um, And I'm looking at the picture of the ghost. We'll chuck up a picture on the screen now. Uh, Reese, edit that one in, mate. Another little editing note. Uh, Yeah, look, it's a very good drawing, but it's not really a ghost. I don't want to trash it. It looks like a kid with a sheet over it and then weird men in black sunnies on the ghost instead of eye holes. I've just never seen a ghost wear jeans. So if I was really to draw a ghost, I'd just draw a vague outline of something on a piece of paper and that would actually be more realistic. However, the style of art uh, and attention to detail of the shadowing of the sheet, very impressive. So whoever sent that in, love your work, keep it up. Um, And yeah, guys, big old swish for that. Boom, nothing but net. Keep hitting those bags, dude. Uh, so yeah, we could do unpopular opinions. Um, what else do I have to discuss? I feel like I have more to discuss. You know, I've, I've had a big, 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 big weekend of, of binge watching stuff. Oh yeah, I, was, I forgot to say, but just I was just thinking during the week, like the Richmond boys had a big win. Obviously, I uh, won the grand final on the uh. In Queensland, and I just thought, mate, those Gold uh, those Gold Coast strip clubs would not have been ready. You know, they would have thought schoolies was busy. Mate, some of those girls would have made so much money. Um, and I, I'm not suggesting anything that, you know, that's what AFL footballers like to do with their time. But boy, oh boy, some of those Gold Coast nightclubs would have been absolutely lit up on Saturday night, and it would have been an a, a absolute scenes on the Goldie. I am I assume, again, I have no inside sources here, but one would assume that as soon as the medal presentation finished on the ground, those players were pushed into a party bus, given like four slabs each on the way down, and then there would have been a G like that GPS would have been locked in for Cavill Avenue – a week prior to the grand them even making the grand final, regardless of the result. You know what I mean? That would have been like where where this is where we're going. Uh, there's gonna be no cops, security cameras are gonna be off for the night. Uh boys, get in there and get it done. That would have just been an absolute fucking wild night. Uh <laughs> in some of those uh Queensland nightclubs because they've been in a hub. Think about that, they've been in like a COVID hub for months on end some of them haven't seen their families in ages and you know just there's so much pent up uh frustration i'm sure exhaustion just a lot of steam simmering ready to be let off and some of those nightclubs would have just i'm sure they had to cover up something illegal the club you know they they would have had to pay off at least three venues you'd think and I'm only speculating here but you know I'm correct (laughs) so uh yeah well done to those boys you know not really for the game wasn't too fussed about that but I'm sure the uh after party you really did yourselves proud so that's great uh geez I've been I've been talking some some big game this week actually here's a scoop for you um, oh, I probably shouldn't say this publicly because the chances of me following through on this are slim to none. But I've been making some big calls amongst the boys during the week. Uh, there's been a high school group chat. It's got a little bit of traction in. Um, my brother, Simo, you may know from podcast, were, we're particularly excited about it. He's, he, you may know them from Luke and Lewis. But uh, I just let it slip during the week that I was interested in getting back out there on the footy field locally. Now, would this mean for terrific podcast content next year? Absolutely. What does this mean for my life? The only way I'd get back out there on the footy field, bear in mind the last time I played was under 16s. So it wouldn't be a glorious comeback. It may come with a couple of broken bones and a lot of regret, but a few good tales to tell. Uh, on the podcast, which is a, is a win for you guys. It's really, there's no pros for me. But, um, if I was thinking if interstate travel doesn't come back by next year, like regularly. And even if it's back, I just don't even know if I'll be able to do shows, what the laws will be, how we can tour properly and safely. There's just so much up in the air. So it's too hard to predict. But if, if it seems like there's some kind of third wave and, there's no vaccine yet and the interstate travel is still a bit of a bit up in the air and stuff regarding doing shows interstate. I was thinking of hopefully local sport will be back. It might be the one opportunity I ever get in my life again, really, when I'm young, to play uh, local footy and not impact my career a lot. Because I'm usually touring through winter, almost going away every weekend. So I wouldn't want to commit to like a football club or anything like that. Cause that would be the wrong thing to do. But yeah, I've always wanted to play with like my brother and stuff. Cause we always grew up in different, uh, in juniors when we played footy, we we're obviously playing in different age groups cause he was two years older. But uh, now obviously in seniors, we can play together with some mates and stuff. So I figure like, man, there's no other time in my life uh, that I might get. So next year could be the time where Luke makes his comeback. And you guys probably worried about me. Like, Luke, you, you're you skinny. You're gonna get belted, all right. Um, right? There's been discussions of you having uh, a mild anger problem in your junior years on the field. Push all that aside, right? I am gonna go out there looking like the fourth best member of a UK boy band, perhaps if I start hitting the world gym a little more. So fear not. I, I will only do it if I feel physically like I'm able to uh, not die. Cause it's so, it's gotta be like weird where I haven't played a, if I did do it, I haven't played a contact sport in years, like since I was 16 and like the last time I played against was against 16 year old boys, you know, I was also 16, but still a bit, big, you know, a bit different, like playing against just like fucking blokes that are just, you know, six foot six and weigh like 30 more kilos than you do. Just running at the fucking ball and going, oh, this is how I die, you know. I'm assuming that's going to happen a couple of times, but I think it will be uh, a bunch of fun um, if I maybe. I, I'm still considering it, you know, really weighing it up. But uh, there's been some some whispers for sure, fully started by me, but I've I've got some excitement going amongst some of the lads. But let's be honest, the chances of me falling through on a promise like that, a lot of things have to fall into place. For this to happen, you know there will be have to be no interstate travel. Uh, me having a lot of available time next year on the weekends, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so who knows? But that's something I've been thinking about. I've been like going out to kick the footy a bit, been like getting a little bit fitter, trying to. I don't know what I'm trying to do. I think I'm just getting fucking bored. If I'm being honest with you, I don't want this to be another serious podcast, but fuck, it's gonna be. <laughs> I'm just getting bored. I've always been one of those people that's always moving on to the next thing, next thing. And my whole life, since I've been out of high school and particularly since I've started doing comedy, which was like the year out of high school, um, I've always been driven by short term goals being like a tour or this, there was the special, um, blah, 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 like whatever the next big thing was like, you know, there was the regional tour at the start of the year. And that's like motivating for so many reasons. Cause it, Motivates my online stuff because you're like, all right, well, if I don't get cracking, post great videos, no one's going to come to the shows and therefore oh, the show's going to be good. So it makes me be good online and it also makes me be good on stage, which is like the two things I want to do. And since this lockdown thing's over, I can't go on stage and now there's really no motivation to be that relevant or present online. And I don't, I don't yeah I'm getting bored and I'm I'll be honest I had a bit of a moment this week where it just wasn't funny I just I just felt really down about the way my channel was going um, I'm not happy with the views obviously like if you look at it it's not great um, There's a little bit of like me setting too high expectations and there's a lot of things that come into play It's not entirely my fault Obviously my channel was going quite well before COVID hit. I'm not gonna but also don't want to blame COVID because uh, you know, I could have done different things during lockdown to maintain the viewership that I had and stuff that I, I slipped behind on. You know, I, I did only bachelor videos, which lost a lot of people. Um, and then there was a there was a bunch of mistakes along the way, but I think I was just doing that because I had no idea of what the fuck I was wanting to do with this. Platform in this channel anymore because my whole direction I spent all of 2019 Building up like I'm a stand-up comedian. I was getting huge on tiktok being the stand-up guy I, everyone in the street was like man like you're you're a comedian you're a comedian no one No, no call me a youtuber for like a fucking year You know occasionally I got, I got called a tiktok superstar once at the comics lounge and it ruined my life, but uh, I was really on track and I was like this is where I want to be And I think because I spent so much, put so much energy into being just a comedian, then COVID hit and I couldn't be a comedian. And all of a sudden I was back to a YouTuber. I think I just lost my online identity, if you will. I was like, what am I even doing now? Like, I guess people like my Bachelor videos, I could just do that. And then I just did that. And then I got sick of that. Um, And I guess now I find myself... Uh, at the end of the year, almost been six months going, I'm not happy with the progress I've made. So that's kind of why I was a bit down this week on it all. But I think I'm going to mix it up. There's been a lot of hope today with the announcements that stand up might have some form of a return. Maybe if it's an outdoor show or something, Lewis and I are going to look into getting like a little regular room set up in Melbourne, uh, like a, we, we don't know what the specifics are going to be yet, but that's something we're going to look into uh, for us to perform again and also film it so we can have videos online again of us performing, which is I've missed so much. So, um yeah, there's a, there's a lot of positives to come. I think that's why I'm in a very good mood today because I did have a bit of a shit week. N- n- not in regards, like, I'm not having, like, mental health problems or anything. Don't worry about me. I'm just more, like, frustrated like everyone is. Um, And I think this week it just hit me pretty hard of, like, oh, my career's going nowhere, <laughs> and uh, that sucks. Because I've always been like pushing forward, pushing forward, and uh, this year I feel like yeah, it, you know, like everyone, I've come to a bit of a halt. But I guess so is the rest of the world. So, um, anyway, that got a bit sad. But uh, oh yeah, sorry. To wrap it up, I uh, am gonna I think gonna mix up the YouTube content a little bit. I'm kind of sick of doing the. Uh, this, I've if you actually look at my content for the last six months, it's pretty much just been reacting to stuff. No, not a lot of creativity in there, really. It's been a lot of Meg and I watching things, me reacting to people on Omegle, nothing scripted, nothing written. It's all just spontaneous, off the cuff, which I'm good at, and it is very funny. I think I just want to do a little bit, uh, go back into like my roots, which is like sketches, writing some stuff because... And I think, and it pains me to do it, I'm going to have to get back on TikTok. You know, I, I thought about it this week. I was like, okay. So it was either me being angry at TikTok all the time, every week in this podcast and being relevant, right? Because I was going on TikTok and that sucks because it's the worst. Or and it, But I was also relevant. Or me being really happy, but also irrelevant. So it's a real, uh, being an influencer is hard these days. It's like, you've got to, pain yourself by watching fucking TikToks all day to work out what's trending. I went on TikTok for the first time in 2 months before I started the podcast and oh I thought a little part of me was like, "All right, I've had a 2 months break. It's it's probably gotten better." Oh, how wrong I was. I went on there, the first thing I see is some girl going, "All right, if you don't Uh, If you put your finger down on any of these, we can't be friends. And then just listed a bunch of progressive bullshit. Do you do this? No. Do you do this? No. And I was like, oh, this app sucks. That's why I'm not on it. Uh, But I feel like I should be on there for making content. And uh, I need to figure out a way to watch as little TikTok as possible while also still understanding it. (laughs) It's a very fine line because God damn, I fucking hate it. (laughs) It's not for me. I I think I got around it the first bit because it was new and now I just see Meg scrolling through it all day long. She'll just be sitting there and and occasionally she'll be like, oh look, it's a frog on a dog and I'm like, okay, that's good. You know, a frog on a dog, it rhymes plus it's a frog on a dog. That's great content but geez, few and far between from what I've seen. So yeah that's the plan guys uh trying to mix it up had a bit of a week to think about it um, and now that's kind of shifted again because I was like oh now Stan I might be coming back but uh yeah gonna gonna do some sketches over summer uh I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to chasing those those views man I haven't haven't chased the views since like 2018 really so I should probably get back on there, whole being relevant again so then it's not like embarrassing for you guys to be a fan of me you know. So then it's like, you know, back in the day, if you were like, oh, I listen to Luke Kedgel's podcast, you know, people would be like, oh yeah, that's the guy from that. And then you go, yeah, yeah, that's the VCal guy, that's the Udonomi guy, and they go, yeah, I know him. Nowadays you're probably like, oh, I listen to this podcast, and like who? And now you have to be like, do you remember that VCal guy? <laughs> they go, uh, kind of. So I feel like I, you know, I need to, I need to like make a little bit of a comeback, is what I'm thinking. So um. Bear with me, I'm doing my best, and uh, hopefully by the time shows come around again, I'll be back to being a relevant person on the internet, which is good, and I'm very excited about it. So uh, yeah, thank you all for sticking by me throughout this year, it's been fucking awesome, but it looks like positive news is uh, is finally here, at least for people in Victoria, uh, which means Few things. It means hopefully stand up will be coming back. It also means uh Reese, who edits this podcast, we're going to start working together a little bit closely. Um, thanks to all the people on Patreon who bought my merch and all the people donating on live streams and stuff. I can now actually afford to employ someone a couple of days a week, like properly, like pay their fucking health insurance and you know what I mean. Like have an employee, which is for the first time ever. So yeah, we'll have some editing help. So hopefully. Um, come like mid to late November, we'll be kicking into gear, working together in person again. And I'm pretty pumped because I've had a lot of time to think about what I want to do differently. And now I feel like it's, um it's go time, you know, had a, had a good six months off and now I'm fucking ready to smash it again. So yeah, that's the end of the podcast, guys. Thank you all for listening. Um, and yeah, I'll see you guys next week. It's the most regrettable end of our audio listeners. I would be a shit face. Goodbye.